Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, okay, no. I'm going to go with a hard no first. I know I hesitated, but I'm going to go with a no. Okay, why did you hesitate? So, I believe there is something. Um, I believe there is something. I just kind of put a name to it. Whether it be a ghost, whether it be an entity, whether it be a spirit, I don't know. So that's why I hesitated because I don't, I can't put a name and say it's definitely a ghost. And what is a ghost? Because isn't a ghost the spirit of somebody who supposedly have left this world and want to come back or haven't finalized whatever they're supposed to be doing here. So that's the hesitation. I'm not sure. I just like, mm, no. Do you believe in spirits? No, I believe, I suppose that's the, way, the, the easiest way to answer that one is I believe in myself. I don't believe that you I... believe you're a ghost? No, I don't believe I'm a ghost. I believe that if I die and leave this world, or when I die and leave this world, I'm not coming back to speak to anybody. Unless you upset me. Then I'm just going to come back and haunt you. Whichever way that So you means. do believe in ghosts? Well, this is what I'm saying to you. It's a confusing issue. It's it's an individual... confusion about it. it do is. you believe in ghosts or don't you? Well, no. Yes and no. So you only believe in ghosts if you can come if back and talk to someone? If it's me and I can come someone. back. Absolutely. There you have it. If I believe in it, if I know I can come back and I can torture somebody. But if you can't, then you don't believe it. Then I don't believe it. It's like, what's the point of that? Just saying. Just another one of your nice personalities. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Roll jam. I don't believe in ghosts. I, I've had, I think, two occasions where something has happened that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Only two occasions. And even now, when I look back at it, I still can't explain it. Okay. And so I'll tell you about the first one. The first one involved my dad. So I was in my room, in my bed, and I was looking at the wall in front of me. Mm-hmm. And next to my wall is my parents' bedroom. Right. So I'm, I'm just staring at the wall. And then all of a sudden, I see the shadow of my dad's bookcase, which is against the wall. Okay. And I see my dad picking out a book. Just a shadow. Right. Yeah. And uh, this is as clear as day. And I remember this. Uh, uh, this wasn't a an illusion, because what a crap illusion that was. <laughs> uh, that it, it was just me staring at the wall and seeing my dad taking books out of the shelves. Okay. And I called my dad, and dad came around, and I just said, I can see you taking books off the shelves. And he obviously didn't think anything. He said, okay, yeah, well, good night, and that was the end of it. Uh-huh. But I could see it, and then as he went, the wall was... The wall disappeared. Disappeared. The visual image was disappeared, and it was just a okay. blank wall. Now, the thing is, there was no way... Because I, I thought about this, as an adult mind, there was no way that there could be any reflection, because I thought maybe there was a reflection and somehow it reflected onto my wall so I could see what my dad was doing. There's but, no mirror. But, there but there's no nothing. mirror, there's nothing. There was, there was nothing to explain how I could see clearly, okay. in shadow form, what my dad was doing. Right. There's no explanation, even today. And I know this wasn't a sort of pretend thing that I saw. I remember clearly seeing my dad picking up the books and okay. off the shelves. And so, to this day, I cannot explain it. And as you, as as real as I see you now, 
is how I saw it at the time. Okay, so that's really weird. So therefore, it couldn't have been a dream. It wasn't a dream. I was well awake. It wasn't an hallucination. It wasn't a hallucination. Well, I wasn't on drugs at the time, so... (laughs) I mean, I did go over top on Ribena at the time. You know, that sugar thing could be causing... Could have caused a lot. I'm just saying. I've never heard of Ribena giving you the ability to have x-ray visions, but... (laughs) Okay, that is really scary. Well, it's scary, but it's intriguing. It's the one thing in my life that I can't explain. Right, okay. So, and I'm sure there's an explanation for it. I'm sure mm. something happened at that time that I was able, something reflected what my dad was doing. I don't know how it was done, but somehow I saw the shadow of my dad picking you had up a vision. the show. Well, what? I would have a vision yeah. of my dad picking up Listen, books. you have a vision. You can, you can I think no, you no, can no, no, don't forget, don't forget, I called my dad. He was doing it. Yeah. I called my dad and I said, I can see you picking books up the show. Yeah, like I said, and you he had went, a okay. vision. You had a vision. Okay, so... How is that a okay. vision? How it am depends. I, what am I supposed second. to present? It depends if you know... Normally, normally you have a vision to prevent something. What am I no, trying to prevent? Can, Him reading a bad novel. A vision is just a vision. You could have seen something that is either going to happen in the future or something that's happening right now. That was happening right now. Right. So it's uh, a vision. How is that a vision? You're, you're not meant to prevent things in a vision. It's something you see. However you play that out is okay, up to you. Okay, right, that's fair enough. But I am seeing it through a wall. Right. So <laughs> A solid wall. So that's another thing. So yeah. therefore, that for me, that's kind of special. That is special. It's, uh, it's never happened before. Okay, so what was the second time? Uh, when the, was the second time? The um, Okay, the second one was stupid. <laughs> I like and, how you start off it, that way. <laughs> it, it, was, it was stupid. So there was an empty house at the end of my wall. Uh, at the end of my road. Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, as kids, we were into spookiness and so forth. And we made up stories about it's haunted and anyway. Right. So I stood at the end of the door, uh, at the end of the road with the house. And the door was open. And uh-huh. it's just pure black. It's okay. just pitch black. Even though it was during the day, I remember like that. But because there was no light in it, and mm. no light, it was just pitched down. And you could see the stairs leading up to upstairs. It shouldn't have been open, but it was open. So I thought I was some sort of spiritualist. Right. <laughs> Remember, I, and listen, I was about 11 or 10 or 11 at the time. So don't take I'm not what judging. I'm doing not judging. You know, to any form of my not mental ability now. <laughs> so I was at 10 or 11 and I held my hand up. And obviously it's something I've seen on TV. I held my hand up and I started calling for the spirits of this house uh-huh. to come and say hello. And I was like calling them and I was like really trying to contact the dead. Right. And then all of a sudden, I just heard these footsteps coming down the stairs. I, I tell you, I ran. <laughs> <laughs> My blackness came out and I ran. I, I was hanging too. about. And I rang. And that's the, so that could have been anything. Yeah. Well, I heard those footsteps and I was gone. thinking, oh yeah, yeah. we're just going to try and get this kid because yeah. he's just be interrupting our sleep and Probably. shit. It's like, Probably. whatevs. But as I've grown older, as I've become more mature, uh-huh. don't argue on that I'm one. not saying <laughs> a word like as I As I've got older and I'm more aware of things, I'm a great believer of science and all. And so you believe there's a scientific There's um, a scientific ed- explanation. Ed- explanation for ed- everything. I think okay. the unknown is simply something we haven't found out True. what it is at but the then moment. If you take that around, then do you believe in dreams? I believe in dreams, yeah. Okay, so what do you but, believe in dreams about? Because dreams and 
Well, dream, dreams, dreams are just your brain interpreting something, something that's going on in your mind, yes. and then it puts it in dream forms for. Well, that, that's why I said I wasn't joking last time when I said I'm very good at explaining dreams. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is, but there's one of my skills that I can listen to someone's dream and I can kind of break it down to what that dream is about. No matter how weird it is, I can sit down and I can kind of work out, okay, this is about... I remember I was in Ireland and there was this girl who had this strange dream. Mm. And she was telling me about the dream, and it was something about water, and she was trying to jump over the water, but she couldn't, and something was preventing her from jumping. So I said to her, well, the water represents a decision you need to make, Mm. and you're scared to make that decision, and you not being able to jump out of it is you holding back on that decision. And so I went into this detailed about what this dream was all about, what it meant. And then at the end of it, she revealed that she was trying to make a decision whether she wanted to move to Ireland. But she was ah. from London, but she was in Ireland. And I didn't know that at the time. Right. But that's what I, my interpretation of what the dream was. And then I did it again. And then once that happened, everyone started coming to me about their dreams. Okay. And so, so then I would try and explain. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's, it's 100% correct. correct mm-hmm. But this is how I can kind of look at your dream and kind of work out what the because the dream is uh, the the dreams don't come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. They they based on something yes. that you've been through, yeah. and then it comes into a form of trying to make it uh, a sort of film like so for you to understand. So okay. it's be, it will be a thought you're thinking of, a decision you need to make, mm-hmm. or something you're trying to understand. But it comes in dream like form, and normally I can sit down and kind of work out. Okay, that's kind of. You know, it's either this or that. Again, I'll make it clear. I'm not psychic. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not claiming I've have. You know, I can no, in tune with your dream and different. know what you're trying. I can just kind of work out what the dream is trying to say. I'm quite so good at I that. think at this point, I will say to all our listeners, we are now going to rename you as the dream reader. The dream reader. Yeah, the dream reader. Because if you have that, that a song, is that a song? I don't know. Dream reader. Is that a song? No, Dream Believer. So Okay, no, Dream Reader. Dream Believer or okay, Dream Weaver. please do not sing. No, please. I really do not like my listeners. Excuse to, uh, me. No, 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 I, I used I'm to be singing. a singer, thank I'm, you very much. I'm sorry, what you used very to be good at and it. what you are now is, is, is not a thing. Don't Stop. you come down here with your do-rag <laughs> trying to make out that you're it's some not sort a thing. of... <laughs> I'm going to say, right, so Single I think whisperer. we should put you on the Dream Reader that if everybody has a dream that they would like an explanation of, they can give you a call. I yeah. think that can work, right? No, I think that's good. I think I can sit down. No, I, I mean, like I said, I'm, as long as people, it's open to interpretation. Of course it is. So it's always I, going to be. I look at things and I try and say, well, I think this is what he's trying to say. I Without could be 100% wrong. Yeah. But I kind of can get in tune. I can kind of work out what what's happening. Okay. I don't know why. I just and this is from when I was like 15, 16 that I could kind of work out what because I was fascinated and I used to read a lot of books on dream explanations. There's quite a lot of them. Yeah. And so I think that's where my fascination came from. And so now they're they're common dreams that uh-huh. people have that everyone has, which kind of means the same thing. So that's why there's like a lot of interpretation that. Uh, okay. So yeah. the next time I have a dream that I cannot explain, yes. I'm going to come to you. Yes. I'm going to come and tell you that I had, I dreamt this last night 
if you yada, yada. if you now here's a here's an interesting thing because uh, dreams are is a way to relax your brain so it's the way of taking the stress yes. out of your day if you remember the dream when you wake up that means it's it, there's a worry yes because Absolutely. because most dreams you forget you as soon as you exactly. remember. That's yeah, exactly and it's it. so annoying because you you still have the feeling, especially if it's a good dream. You still have the feeling. You still have the uh, the the euphoria that it creates. Yeah, but you can't remember what the dream was about. I know, and it can be like I've a split a second. You know, you wake up and go, oh, that was fantastic. What the hell was that dream about? And as much as you try to remember, because that's your brain. Yeah. Waking up and and so it's all gone. So it's unfit. There's so much things going in your head. Ah, oh, tell that, me about uh, it. You know, it's trying to filter away the things you don't need. I recently learned that there's people, and I and you, I thought this would be a good thing, but there are people who remember everything, every details of their day in their life, mm. and it's really really stressful for them because they can't they can't. Forget anything. You they can't remember absolutely everything, that. and I'm talking down to the minute. Uh, and it's uh, there, there's a special there's a special term for it, but there's people who it's a sufferer. You wouldn't think remembering stuff is suffering, but it's, but think about it. If you have to remember every, if you have to remember, or you can remember every minute of your day, your brain will explode. Because that is a oh, lot of information. That's a bit of string. That brain won't explode. But it, it's very stressful. Yeah, it's yeah. stressful. But there's a lot of information yeah. to keep going over. And if you can do that and you can go back to what you did seven days ago and you remember that. I'm like, I do something like that. But mine is restaurant. Mm-hmm. I think I told this story before. Yeah. Um, my friend and I, if she asked me, well, you know, can you remember what we were talking about? Can you remember what we were doing? I'm like, where were we? What restaurant were we at? What were we eating? Because mm. I would look at the picture and I would remember that exact day. But that, that, that's memory association. That's when you, True. you when you lock your memory with something that you associate with. Exactly. Which so is I a great way food, of remembering which is a things. Great way of remembering. So to imagine to, I can't even imagine if I had to remember or I could remember every minute of my day. Oh my God, I'd have a meltdown. Literally, I'd have a meltdown because it's a lot of information to process. Hmm. Oh, Lord. Who does that? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, uh, there's these people that have that uh, and they're the mentally stressed. And Are you sure they don't cut. work for MI5 and CIA and well, FBI no, and all that? Because I think that's, a, that's a good recruit. I just, remember, I just remember watching that and I thought, why would they be stressed? And then when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of information. It 24 is. hours a day, remembering everything that happens that's throughout insane. the day. Oh, God. And you can't get rid of it. No, that's insane. I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. I, that would just drive me crazy. Mm. Why don't you drive? I don't want to drive. Why not? Because I don't need to. You see, this is the question. I get asked this question quite a lot. So, as a grown woman, I've been told, oh, Missy, you need to drive. Da, 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 da. Why? I live in a country where there is a uh, a good system for me to 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 journey to travel. Okay, um, most of my friends drive, and I'm a great believer in Uber. So if I can't, if I need to get somewhere, Uber can pick it up. And if Uber is not there, there's so many different other platforms you can go. Now, because of where I live out here, my um, transportation links are pretty cool. If I was in London, it was still even better because London is such a, a manifest of so many different things. In New York, it's the same. The transport system is so huge. It's easy. So my argument is, one, why do I need to drive? 
And the argument can be, well, if you go abroad, you can hire a car. Why would I do that? I'm on holiday. It's supposed to relax me. I don't need to drive and sit in the stress of traffic. No. If I need to find somebody, I hire somebody to drive me around, which is great. Well, I would argue that it's a lot cheaper having your own car than paying people to drive you around. And we've had this discussion before. Where you think it's cheap, I look at the time it's spent and the solution part. We've had this discussion. Remember, we had this discussion about some CD or something that I was having or whatever. You were like, well, you could go on the line and you could sell this. And I'm like, I don't have time. My time is more valuable to me. It has no price limit on it. So for me, to cheapness, to yes, to drive because I can do okay, it. Okay, all no. right. But it's also a lot quicker. I can get to somewhere a lot quicker if I pop in my car and drive there. It depends. Then on I have to wait for someone to come and get me, to hire them. To, for them to take me no, where I need to get. No, it's actually pretty much the same. No, I'm sorry. No, it is the same. If I decide that, if you say you want to um, go to Chessington Zoo, right? Yeah. And I say, okay, then I'll meet you there. Yes, and we said we'll leave out at what's and what a time. It's easy. I just book my Uber to pick me up at that particular time. And that person drives and I'm sitting in the back doing all the emails, doing what I need to do, having a conversation. Whereas you are focused on driving. Yes, you may have a hands-free and all that, but it leaves me time to do something else. Oh, I'll, I'll give you that. I think think you need to enjoy driving as well. Which exactly. I, I don't particularly I, enjoy I, I, I do enjoy driving. I like when I'm just driving to relax. Okay. If I'm driving for work, that is really stressful. And, and I know because you're thinking, oh, I've got to get to work. I've got to get to where I need to. Park the car. And, yeah, and so that. that can be stressful. But when you're just driving for pleasure and the, and you just yeah, want to go out, out and just have a fun day out and so forth. But how just, many people who has a car able to do that? I to do. go and drive out for pleasure? Most people drive their car to either get from A to B to get an, an errand done. It's very rare. So you, unless you are one of those people that work for yourself and you have the ability to just jump in your car and say one day that I'm not going to do any work this afternoon, I'm going to just drive, then I think it's really difficult. You end up doing that on the weekends. It's a, I think for me, I know my husband has tried to, you know, uh, when I first met him, he arranged for me to have driving lessons and I have done driving lessons. I've also discovered that I have a very heavy foot on the clutch, which is why I want an automatic car. It needs to drive itself. It needs to do what it needs to do for me because I don't have the the energy and the, 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 the brain cell. I, and I say I the brain cell. I think you're just full of excuses. No, it's not. I think you, you just make excuses no. about, I'm not going to do this because I value because my time. But it it's is. No, this is the problem. Your your thought process is for you. That's why no, 100%, it's for you. Right. And yeah. my thought process is for me. It's not an excuse. I choose not to drive. Because I don't want the hassle of driving. I choose not to do certain things uh, because it's about only, me. Because I'm listening to what you say. And don't get me wrong. I'm not having a go <laughs> at you. I'm not saying you have to drive. I was just curious to why you didn't yeah. drive. Uh, but and I'm listening to what you say. And, and yeah, you're right. When you look at it, yes, you can go mm -hmm. anywhere. I kind of like the idea that, you know, if I need to get somewhere, I've got my car and I can just jump in and get there. You know, if I don't, uh, especially with stuff carrying around and all of that, I can just pop it in the car. Mm. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, I don't, I don't, like when I've got stuff, I don't want to carry it onto the train. I, I want to, if I use the train, I do use the train. Yeah. When I go to London, as much as possible, I try and use the train to go to London. Rather than If drive. I go to my parents, 
then I will drive there because the, to get to it's a hassle yeah. to because I would have to get a bus, get on the train, then get a bus, then get another bus to get to my parents where I could just drive there and it'd be a lot mm-hmm. quicker. So yeah, yeah, it can be challenging. Yeah. And I, if I I'm, agree if I'm going on a work meeting or something, I'll take the train because I will just simply take um download something from Netflix or bring a book and I can just sit there, read, just relax and I don't yeah. have to worry about the stress, the stress of where of I'm driving. Park, yep. getting into traffic and all of that sort of thing. I oh, know. I totally so, agree. Yeah, so I, I agree with you on some There part. are challenges and I've learned ways around it. So you've experienced this with mm. me because whilst I don't drive and I want to get somewhere else, a lot of my friends drive. So that's where the buttering up comes in. I'm like, what are you guys doing on such and such a day? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, oh, really? I'll tell you what, we need to go such and such a place. So- and you know full well they can't <laughs> say no. Even no, though they want to they, say no. And they they go, can't okay. say no. I just bribe them with certain yeah. things. Especially as my friends, I know what their weaknesses are. So I'm going to let that out there. And I know they're all listening. If they're all listening, and I'm sure some of them are, I literally will oh, bribe them with what I Straight away, what's my weakness? What convinced me to drive you? You like me. This is, this is just no other reason. What's that got to do with anything? Just, that's, that's the weakness. You like me. I don't so, drive you because I like you. Yeah, you do. If I say to you really nice, I'm like, oh, Ross, take away, and it's IKEA is our thing, right? Yeah. IKEA is our thing. If I take away that, you are fascinated to me to a certain degree. So my company is good because it's interesting. I sometimes I wouldn't say I push oh, the boat. Um, please, I tolerate you. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I should say you tolerate me. But I yeah. tolerate no, we tolerate each other, which is good, and he bounces yeah. off. So that's the first thing I can say is the weakness is not a weakness per se. You just like being in my company because of the conversation. Oh no, we I have. do like being in your so company. So therefore, if I say to you, then oh, Russ, we need to go to IKEA. I actually ask you first. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like nothing. I go, are we up for IKEA? And without hesitation, you're like, yeah, because whatever it is, when we're in that car, no, we're in, bouncing in ideas. Fairness, it's not like you for you. Ask me, oh, can we go to IKEA? You like tell me, can we go in IKEA in like a month's time? Oh, yes, I do. I, yeah. I, this is what I do. This yeah. is what I'm saying. I don't just drop it on my friends. I'm very much aware my friends have, some people love to drive. Like the friend I was speaking to earlier today, he loves to drive. He has a beautiful car. He loves to drive. So I want to go see my family in Manchester. So, and he happens to know my family. So I'm like, so um, what you doing on such and such a day? He's like, why? I'm like, fancy a trip, you know? And he's like, are we going to Manchester? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, great. And for him, yeah. it's all about putting his car to the test. You know, he gets to see the family. It's a change of scenery. So I give like a whole six weeks and whatever month's notice to get that in place because I understand. You know, it's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really interesting. And it's nothing to get to you. So don't, don't take this <laughs> as me as a negative. It's not at all. But, uh, the, but that's the difference between me. Yeah. I feel I hate being... All right, this is the but this is how I feel. Yeah. I hate asking people to do things for me because I feel like I'm burdening them, mm-hmm. and it's just this thing where I, as much as possible, I try and do everything myself. Yeah, and, I, and it's something I need to get over. And I totally accept, but I, and I don't know why I'm like this, but I don't like asking people. There's nothing guess, wrong with that. Yeah, I don't like asking people for help, and it, it's a bad, bad trait to have. I think it is. And you know how I just listened to you? The person in me listens to the terms you've used in that sentence. You don't like asking people. The difference with me is the people who are my circle, they're my friends and family. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel a way asking them. I would never ask a stranger for something. Never. 
the people that no, I go that's to. funny. I'm the opposite. I'm See? much rather arts a stranger right. and than I someone I know. And I don't I, know why that is. I would have rather yeah. asked someone I know because I'd have built up that relationship with them. Mm. I know them. I understand them. They get me. They're in my circle. And I'm totally the opposite. See? Because they don't know me... I don't feel I'll be a burden on them. So <laughs> not that I've ever done that, but I just uh, it's just interesting that I'm totally the opposite in that case. Oh no, no, that's fine. But, I love my family yeah. and friends, so therefore they know my one of my weaknesses. Two things is travel. Yeah. Um, and um, I think the other one is not just about driving me somewhere, but it's if I want to go somewhere and I need a person to go with me. Hmm. Um, which is always going to be company. company. So those are the two things my friends and family will know hmm. that I'm famous because apart from that, I'm just so independent. I just go out and do my own shit, hmm. quite frankly. But if I come to you as a family member or a friend and ask you, you must understand at this point, I'm so independent, but I still realize that you need people. Regardless, hmm. some people go through the world or go through life thinking that they don't need anybody. You actually do. Hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's just to speak th- to I, or whatever. I, I think we're, we're creatures of company. We Absolutely. want to have company. As much as we even if you're one of those person who lives in isolation, mm-hmm. there comes a point when you just need Absolutely. Uh, it's okay. to talk to someone and so, and so forth. So I... I, I um, I totally understand that one. Anyway, going back to our ghost conversation. Oh, yeah. Because that, that was going somewhere. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't believe in ghosts. I, I think it's all rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know my feelings on religion, on anything supernatural. I think everything has an explanation. There's an explanation for everything. We might just not know what it is at the time. Yeah. And I think supernaturals and ghosts and religion is just an excuse to fill in the unknown. So I don't know about it, so I'm going to make up uh, something supernatural to explain what I can't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there there was a time when people didn't understand what the sun was and how that works. And so, you know, the sun became this supernatural god that they worship and, yeah you know uh, and then that formed into a person and then and da until we got religion no left right and center <laughs> uh, uh today and uh, I, I and when you look at things logically this is the thing to believe in religion you have to deny quite a lot of logic mm-hmm. for it to be true mm-hmm. which i find really fascinating that people will forego they can be the most sensible, clever person, but but they will believe in the absolute illogical <laughs> because of their belief or whatever. And I just find that fascinating. And I, no, don't get me wrong, I'm not having a go at anyone. If you are religious, I fully respect that. Believe what you want to believe. That is fine. But this is what I believe. And this is why I don't believe. I think there's a, always going to be a fine line with um, people's belief. And obviously, no two people are always going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone is entitled to that difference of opinion. Like you, I don't believe in religion. I, I never have. Um, and I think I've mentioned this before. Um, my mother um, was a seven-day Adventist. Mm-hmm. And she believed totally. And I spent a lot of my childhood um, being forced to go to church or be a part of the church or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it got to the stage when I reached a certain age, I rebelled and I was like, seriously, 
Right, whatever. This mm. is this is nonsense. I didn't want to be sitting in a church yeah. twiddling my thumbs and crossing my exactly. leg and listening yeah. to somebody preach at it me. Was I'm like, bo- it was boring. It, it's, it was boring. And as it a was, child, yeah. you know, you're conditioned that, and God forbid you ever did anything in the church. You got the look, like, mm. you know, you really want to try and embarrass me in the church or whatever, and you were just fidgety as kids it's are. Fun, it's funny, me growing up, doing the Sunday school thing, dressing up. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it was a black thing as well. Uh-huh. None of the... Uh, not that I'm bringing colour into it, but none of the white kids dressed up in a suit and tie. <laughs> you know, it was always... You're you know, representing, yeah. you know, in the front of God, you need to look the part. Uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it was like... It got to the point where I hated going to church on Sunday because mm. I didn't look forward to it, but I felt I had to. And then I went to a period of... So I was just believing for the sake of believing. But because I had a very curious mind mm-hmm. and I would question everything, things just didn't make sense to me. And I, uh, and it would be to the point where I would question something and i say, well, if he's saying this or they're saying this, then mm-hmm. why do we have X, Y, and Z? And they could never explain X, Y, and Z. It's always be quiet. Yeah, it was either be quiet... <laughs> Or I remember once I went to a religious camp mm-hmm. in a holiday camp. Wow, and, you went deep. And I went to this thing which was specifically for people who didn't believe or were unsure. Okay. So it was like a sort of a AA meeting for right. uh, non-believers. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I remember sat you? in there. <laughs> I must have been about 19, 20. So, okay. you know, I was well in the... Uh, I was sort of like getting away from religion, but I still was hold, trying to hold on to it. Right, Because okay. uh, just, you know, I wasn't I wasn't 100% committed to being an atheist, but I definitely wasn't 100% committed to being a Christian. Right, There was okay. just so many things that just didn't make sense to me. Okay. And I, so I went to this sort of A&A for non-believers... Uh, and I was sitting there, and I remember it came to me, and so there was this person conducting it, and I asked this question. So I said to her, "This is why I don't believe." Blah blah blah. I went into this whole explanation what I was confused about, mm. and she just looked at me, blank expression, blank obviously. expression, and then went on to the next person. Because you made her ask, you made her yeah. think of something she couldn't answer. And I remember turning to my friend and said, is it me or did she not answer any of my questions? And he just went, no, she didn't. And now that I'm much more logical, and here's another thing. I think when you start travelling the world, hmm. I've been privileged enough that I've travelled in some very unusual places. And I've seen, you know, majority of the world. There's still a lot I haven't seen. Hmm. I've seen quite a lot of the world. And that opens you to different cultures, absolutely different uh, environment, different ways of doing things, seeing things, looking. I love listening to other people. I love reading books. Mm-hmm. So you see all these different perspectives, different ideas. And when I was going through my confusion with religion or Christian, Christian uh, at the time, I started looking into Muslim belief, Hindu beliefs. I was just looking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I started realising that there was something very, very similar about all the religion. Mm-hmm. And there was a sort of leap of faith to believe that this is true. Mm. And then and then it got to the point where I'd, and I just sat there with, well, everyone is saying their religion is true and everyone else is mm. fake. 
you know, or that is the, they're the one true religion. Everyone else is, you know, and you get that from Christians, you get that from Muslims, yeah. you get that from any religion saying we are the one true religion. Everyone else is. And then, and then when I started looking more into the Bible, when I started reading the Bible and all of the things, there was so many contradiction. Mm. Well, it would say one thing and it would say another. And these were things I kept bringing up and people would say, I remember people said, oh, you don't listen to the Old Testament, you start in the New Testament because that's where you start believing. But there were things in the New Testament that just didn't make any sense to me and I would bring that up and they would then go, well, you have to look back, way back into the Old Testament. And it, and it was just like back that's and back. Nice and at the end of the day, I, uh, what I find with religion, especially Christian, because that was the predominantly the religion I was brought up in, mm. that what I, when I questioned someone, things I weren't sure about, and ideas I was either looked down upon because mm. I had those expressions and those ideas or there was no dialogue <laughs> so in the end I just said you know what I don't I don't when I started understanding the world a, a lot better I just went you know what this I, I get it now there was there came a point where I went I get it I of get course. how this was formed when they start looking when I started learning history uh-huh. And how the world was formed, and how ideology started going on between the history. You start seeing, ah, right, that's mm. how it worked. That's why we say this. That's why this happened. And when you start understanding that, that's what the more I started going, right, okay, this is all made up. This uh, is see, made you went, up. You went yeah. really into it to find out. I didn't even oh, yeah, go yeah. through all of that. Oh, I no, literally... no, no, no. I, I really, this is why I can have. A, I will always have a doubt with anyone who's a Christian. I would sit down with you, and I'm very respectful. I'm not in a mm. oh you are you're no, stupid because you not, believe because in nothing your like that. Is your I will opinion. sit down and I will go right. Okay, th- this is what you believe. Right, this is why I don't believe. And if we can have that dialogue, mm. then fine. And if we leave that, this is a believer. I will respect that, and I'll go. It's fine. That's your belief. It's not what I believe. And no, I think it. that's the thing. I, yeah. I understand that everybody's uh, mindset is going to be different. I didn't go that route. I literally had a lot of it just being forced down to me by my mother. Hmm. Um, and then obviously the rest of the family, it was always that kind of... that. Black families are renowned for church going. Hmm. It's the thing that they brought up with. Whatever way you want to interpret it, that it was their way of dealing with all the slavery and all the mentality hmm. that the abuse that came with that, this was their outlet. That's fine, whatever that is. But I think as you get older and as a child, you don't necessarily have a choice. And the world we're living in is forever changing. Hmm. So where you went deeply into discovering and reading more, I got to the point where having gone through this from the time I was young, to the time I was 11 or 12, I was getting to the point now where I'm like, what is this? Why? Why do I have to sacrifice my time? It became resentful. Mm. And resentful then breeds that whole, yeah. I don't want to do this. I'm not happy with this. And I start pushing back. And when you start pushing back and something in you snaps, it's like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to hear this. Ter- mm. It's like saying, I don't want to hear this person's name. I don't want to hear this particular experience. Blah, blah, blah. So I just shut it out. I literally mm. shut it out. And as I got older... I didn't stop going to church because I just didn't go to church at all. But listening to other people talk about religion and it obviously came around to me. And I just told straight how I felt Mm -hmm. and how I felt was that I didn't believe that I believe that there is a being. I believe that there's a being. And I think not necessarily I, I at one point I went through the phase of figuring out Darwinism. 
Darwinism. Mm -hmm. I figured out, you know, all this and I kept putting it on. And then it got too much for me to think about. I was like, no, let's put a pin on that. It's not necessary right now. I got other stuff to do. With everybody having their own opinion on um, religion, I, like you, I don't judge. But what I don't like is when I have my opinion. They try to change my opinion. That's, uh, I, I that is a thing you. I yeah. distaste. And at that point, I switch off and I become super arrogant in myself. And I will mm -hmm. say this to anybody. Because my opinion matters to me. Mm -hmm. It may not matter to you. So whilst you may try to change me, if you realize that I can't, you can't change me, that, that leave is, it alone. That is something I also hate about atheists. Yeah. Leave it's it alone. when they attack someone who believes. Yeah because they don't believe and I will never do that and you as can't. I said I'm extremely respectful of what per person's belief is their belief is their belief and that's it if it brings comfort to them if it helps them to get through the day if it helps them to be on the good side then great Whatever I'm not, I'm not going to go against that but I, I can't pretend or be silenced about how I believe just no, because someone else does. I don't think anybody does. should. Yeah. You have the right to your own beliefs. And I don't think that can be taken away from you under any circumstances. Whether it's religion, whether it's um, aliens, whether it's mm. ghosts, your belief is your belief. Don't Nobody can ghosts. take that. There's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> like we go back to that conversation. I think there no, is no, a No, no, I will put a hard nut. There is no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> I, I will respect that you believe it, but... <laughs> But no, there's but no such thing as you, ghosts. There's a no. I hesitated when I first you asked me the question. I was like, hmm. And then I went hard no. No. But like, I do believe, like I said, that there are things. No, there isn't. There are things that may not be able to be explained. Exactly. That's right. all it is. That's how I, I look at it. I can't explain that. But there's a, there's, there's a reason why it happened. And it's got <laughs> nothing to do with ghosts or supernatural or ESP. <laughs> or some, Actually, here's a thing. Here's a thing. When we talk about ESP, because I think that's a different subject. Because uh -huh. I think ghosts is just stupid. There, dog. So, so, and if someone is like, "Oh, I believe," I, I'm not calling you stupid. <laughs> or am I? I don't know. I just don't believe in <laughs> ghosts, and I just think it's okay. it's just nonsense. I, 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 and I'm fascinated by supernatural. That's the thing. I don't believe in it, but I'm fascinated. I've read so Why? many books about supernatural. I just find it really fascinating. It's just okay. something I find interesting. And I interest, I love the stories, I listen to other people's stories, I go on YouTube, I watch a lot of ghost, so-called ghost videos, and all of them I can sit there and go, well, I, I can do that, you know, uh, <laughs> they have like a chair moving or they can't explain, and I go, I, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's, but there's so many, if you got, you know, documentary, uh, mm. government, official scientists, that can't explain what she was done in an experiment. And I find that really fascinating. Okay. And all that means to me is that they haven't discovered what was happening. It mm. doesn't mean that there, there isn't an answer to that. It's just they haven't worked out what it is. Like the, the whole... Um, remember I was talking about the film The Conjuring? All the films, oh, I was yeah. saying. So that's based on a true story. And basically there's these two, two psychics who go around helping people to you know, exercise them from the possessions of demons or okay. whatever. And, and obviously, they're, they're, I'm not going to believe that. But there's a very famous documented case mm. where they filmed an exorcism. Mm. And you see that, and there's a few, if you go on YouTube, you can see a few of them. And these are real-life exorcisms. 
And I, uh, me, my instant is this is a mental illness. This is someone mm. who has a, a borderline bow pilo uh, split personality. And one of them is manifests as a demon. Mm. And so, so there's a lot of explanation. And you see it. You see them, you know, while they're doing the exorcism, they're screaming and blood and spitting and all sorts of things, mm. you know. Nothing supernatural. You don't see them floating in the sky or anything like right. that. Just screaming and okay. going into sort of contortuous positions and all of that sort of thing. But that's all explained. I can see what okay. they're doing. So there's nothing supernatural about it. It's just that I believe that person really believes they're possessed. And they're acting on what they think being possessed and being exercised, uh, being having it exercised out of them is. Right. You know, so, but the mind is a very, very powerful thing when it's convinced it believes yes. what it believes. But I love that. So, but like I said, I love that sort of thing. I've seen people who can move metals with their hands, and they're under, you know scientists skeptical scientists mm. and they can't explain what's that's happening i've seen people produce fire and you and and a lot of it you're thinking well this is just a magic trick that no one can explain how it happened but there's mm. an there's an explanation somewhere so i've seen quite a lot of that okay uh, and it fascinates i don't want to be absolutely honest i absolutely fascinated me and i've always said i don't believe in ghosts but the day I see one is the day I start believing. And until I do, I don't believe in so ghosts. You're, so you're like me. I'm a seen is believing kind yes, of person. absolutely. I absolutely, I've lived by that for every, this is one of the, the reasons I always say, until I see it, I don't necessarily believe it. And mm. when I see it and I progress that or I protest that I've seen it, people don't have to believe me because if their followers like seen is believing, they don't have to take my word. Yeah. I just know me. The fascination with... Um, supernatural i think i have a basic of that i wouldn't say i have a, an obsession with it i'm fascinated to know mm -hmm. as you know your mind goes into how does that work what did they happen how did they do that kind of thing so i i kind of look at that there are a couple of you know fictional uh stories and channels and, and programs that i do watch that is fascination yeah. with the supernatural and stuff like that but yeah it's a thing i'm definitely a seeing is believing kind of girl yeah, I, I would i and i'll say this to anyone who's listening right there if they think they have concrete proof uh-huh that they have a ghost or they can, <laughs> and they want someone a non-believer to come and have a look i will be so up for that Oh my gosh! See, you'll be on your own with that. I'll, I'll be so lie. up to it. Um, Ed Sheeran's Ed, I've told you I've met yeah. Ed Sheeran years ago um, before he became famous, and he was saying a story where he believes there's a little girl that lives in his house. Okay. Ghost house. And if I get to see him again, the one thing I want to say to him is that I want to go and see. For myself. Is he still in that house? Yeah, he lives in the house. It's the house he lives now in now. Uh -huh. And I, I want to say to him, look, I just want to see if this ghost exists because I really want to see. I know it sounds. She might really, not I don't believe come in this. I, I, well, exactly. But then, she might not then, want to come out to then play. I'm You're not going to believe it. That's the whole point. It's your stranger. Yeah. No stranger danger. No, no. no apparently, apparently, people who've gone into his house have seen this or felt this. The presence. The presence of the spirit. And wow. I'm like... And because he, because he said it in such a, I believe this is true. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't saying it in a, 
sort of, um, you know, trying to convince. He was just like, oh, yeah, I've got this ghost. Oh, so it's a matter of fact. Yeah, so it was so like... matter of fact. And I thought, right. okay, he believes that. That's fine. I honestly believe that he thinks there's a ghost there. And so I'm hoping that the next time I see him, I'm going to say, look, Ed, I know we're not <laughs> buddy buddies. <laughs> Good okay. luck with that. Yeah. Do but keep me posted. I really want to find out whether. I really want to see a ghost. Okay. I, honestly, I, I don't believe in ghosts, but on I really one. do want to see one. So I really want to see, because I still have fear. I still have <laughs> fear. You know, there's still times when it's oh, pitch God. dark and I st- my mind starts playing tricks on me. And I remember an instant going back to my useless superpower of an X-ray vision of my dad mm-hmm. taking books. I mean, what the what use is that? I can't save anyone with that. <laughs> Help, there's a know. woman driving. Hang on a minute, let me just see what my dad's reading. You know, I can't, <laughs> that's not going to help anyone. But uh, and I remember, and this was an illusion, and I'm clear as day, because I was really scared as a child. Mm. And I remember I was under my bed. And even now, funny enough, this is something I still do now. I sleep with the cover over my head. I can't okay. sleep with the cover open is that the feel that you're just um shutting out any yeah yeah any negative energy everything i have the to boogie man or yeah. the ghost or whatever the case I may don't, be. I don't know. well that's where it came from originally uh-huh and now it's just a habit that i just sleep with the cover over my head wow. you know so I, I just have to i can't sleep with the with the with my head exposed you okay. know all my, my head exposed my feet exposed. i can't and it all comes i know where it comes from it comes from my fear as a youngster because mm-hmm. I did believe in that sort of thing. But then, mind you, I did see Jaws once and then believed that there was a shark living under my bed. So, wow. you know, I wouldn't... Okay. I, see, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't hold on to that <laughs> yeah. too much and take read into yeah. that too much. But, uh, but I remember one time that I had the cover over my head, but there was a gap. So there was like an arch gap. <laughs> so you could see they could still get And I saw, I saw <laughs> these frogs. Oh, wow. <laughs> popping in and out uh-huh you know was but they wouldn't come course? in they wouldn't come in they were just popping around the side of the did you have a edge. frog quilt cover no 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 this was um this was just the illusion that i wow. presented because i was so in fear i mean i used to get terrified of anything supernatural i remember one maybe that's where my fascination comes from Possibly. i want to understand it Possibly. i remember seeing a nun that was having um, the, the what's it called the crucifix effect where they were bleeding mm-hmm. in their in their arms and eyes okay. and it was a horrific photo and I remember seeing that and it freaked me out and freaked I remember I, I couldn't sleep for a week I was only young That'll and it's the first and this is how out. bad it was it's the first time that my mum really understood how scared I was mm. that she tried to sit down because my mum would just go stop being stupid. You know, yeah, or you know, typical West Indian jump, um, West, West Indian parent. But I, I, I was terrified, and she could see that I was terrified of this image that I just couldn't get out of my head. And yeah. uh, I remember it's the first time that she actually sat me down and tried to explain that you know this isn't real, this is you're safe, and all of that sort of thing. It's nothing it's, easy because as a child, you don't really listen to that. You're just like no. It's under the bed. It's coming to get me. Yeah. You need to get rid. Yeah, nothing they say. I don't think. I, 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 yeah, no. I was so I would be on my cover because I didn't want to see that image. 
again. You know, standing there. I, I was convinced it's coming after me. Of course. That it's going to be there. So that's where the... And, and I've never I've never stopped doing that. And even it now that I don't believe in that that's stuff. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. matter. Once that is, is instilled in you at an early age, it stays with you for yeah. a long period of time. It's amazing. What would you say has stayed from you from youth? The dark. The dark. Scared, scared of the I dark. I don't like the dark. Right. I sleep even now. I sleep with a light on, some sort of light at some point um, in the house. And I never walk into a darkened room. Mm. As if I'm going into a room, the light has to be on before I walk into the room because I literally stop and hesitate and get my... And it's nothing to do with um, ghosts or anything mm. like that. It's literally I was stuck in a lift shaft when I was quite young, two years old, and it's there for a bit of time and it's dark. It, and it's mm. two years old, you know, you're kind of like... Oh, you start crying and doing all sorts. So it kind of stays with mm. you and you have these demons in your head. And even now, as grown as I am, and I'm very aware, like you said, it stays with you. I just mm. know the one thing that stuck with me is the dark. I don't go into dark rooms. I, I was like terrified. Well, as a youngster, I was terrified of the dark. And I, I, I had a night lamp that mm -hmm. I would sleep with. And that stayed with me forever. Okay, I'm going to reveal something. I don't know if this is embarrassing. But I'm going to reveal, we're being totally honest on here, so we might as well. <laughs> uh, I still sleep with my teddy bear that I had from ah, four years old. From uh, four? From when I was four. Still sleep with my teddy bear. Uh, even the, uh, with my, my relationship and everyone, my teddy was still there. Did your wife look at you funny? Do you know, I never asked of her. One, I'm not married. Two, um... Oh, well, your partner uh, then. Yeah, my then partner, um... I think she just realised it was just it's part just of part my, of yeah. you. Yeah, it's an acceptance. But though. I've never. I need to have the teddy bear behind touching me when I okay. go to. I just need to know it's there. So that's and like. That, and again, because it was my source of. It was my comfort. Blanket yeah, it's your comfort. So when it's, I was it's like young, some people have a yeah. blanket. And I've not been able to shake it off. If I okay. go, if I go abroad, I don't. Uh, I'm not that sad. I don't take it with me. But you take when a I picture. go. When I go abroad and so forth, and when I go to sleep, I, I I know I'm missing the fact that it's not touching behind me. That's so definitely. That, 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 but I but I still have my teddy bear now, and uh, and before people talk about the dirtiness, I I wash my teddy bear. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, it doesn't it, it doesn't stay. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention uh, yeah. anything about the teddy bear being dirty. No, no, I know like there's that. people that, that are instantly thinking. I remember watching on TV. Uh, they talk, that I'm not the only one. So there's a lot of people out of there that, keep, that still have their childhood toy with them. And they were talking about the dirt and the things that it accumulates over the years because people don't wash it. And yeah. So and I'm like, no, I've, I've, I, I wash it. Even though it's really old right now. But I still, I just realised it's over 40 years old. But wow. I still wash it's it. It's like a patented yeah. bear. You can actually uh, um, auction that at some point. You never know. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, you Why don't would I give do it that? up? No, I'm not giving it up. That wow. thing's going into the coffin with me. Okay. But uh, it's part of my life and it's just something. Okay, that's just, that part it. is disturbing. Well, do you think so? The part is disturbing. I have no issue with you having a teddy bear throughout your life and all of that. To take it to the grave with you, that's the problem. No, that's not a problem. Why would that oh, be wow. a problem? That's part of your... It's, you know, that's something I would would want to be with me. 
So it's, it's not alive. Believe... It's not. I'm not burying the thing alive, am I? Well, it's no, just, but it's just no. I, it's, it's I'm just going to sleep forever, weird. and the one thing I always sleep with is my teddy bear. So why okay. would I not want to go with my bear when I'm dead? Okay. At this point, the viewers need to understand, and I'm looking at you with a raised eyebrow. And I'm looking at you why? from a different, I, I don't get how you di- different angle. Why would that be? If if I knew, like, if I knew that the one thing that you always... Let's say you had a, a favourite book. And you loved that book. You would read it and you cherish it. And it was a, a book signed by the author. And it was your most favourite thing in the world. And then you die, sadly. Hopefully not until much longer. But you die. We're mm-hmm. going to die. Get over it. But let's say you die... And I know this is the one thing that you absolutely love. I would put that in the coffin with Why? you. Why? Because it's it's yours. It's part of you. But I'm dead. It's not like I'm going to read it unless it comes back to the whole you question. Don't know. Then you no, it comes know. back to the whole question. And it's do not, you believe in spirit? About, no, 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 no. It's not no. about you wanting to read it. It's a it's a it's a I'm dead. association with you. Okay. First of all, I yep. am never going to be buried. I'm a cremated kind of chick. You're still cremated, right? Would you? So you would waste a perfectly good book yes. that is signed. Yes. Ah, oh, hell no. Because it's yours. No. Unless you tell me, unless you put in your will, someone else can have that book. My worldly possessions, you disappear with. You put that down and you say, I don't want it buried with me. That could go to somebody and fetch well, a nice price. Not my teddy bear. Okay, that's why I no, said I want my teddy bear I'm looking at with you me. differently. Who, who am I going to give it to? <laughs> my kids don't want the teddy bear. What are they going to do when there our grown ass kids, kids go, you can have my teddy bear? I would love to have a teddy bear. No, it's bear. too old. It's and too old. And the history that it has. It's too old. The leg's been sewn back on. The arm is Remember, dangling off. No. What you find is not necessary for you. Someone else. No, I agree, but I welcome. still want to be buried. You understand? With okay. That, that okay. My teddy, we my teddy bear we're is pin coming that one. with me. We're gonna pin that one because I think that is all you right there. So we we just gonna pin that because I I. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks that. I probably not, and I am sure there's a lot of people out there that would be. However, I'm speaking to you. Okay. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> we come to the end of the show. Yeah, today was an interesting car conversation. Yeah, interesting one. Yeah, we be, I'll be intrigued to know what our audience think. Especially, do you believe in ghosts? And if you do, why? Let me know. Don't forget, we've got a Instagram now, so which is not Missy Elliot Podcast. What? What are you laughing at? Because <laughs> I remember, I remember we had this conversation of how it should be just um, not Missy Elliot, and then obviously I got proven wrong. Yeah. So we had to add. The oh, I see. So the, 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 I'm going to have that on you all the time. That yeah. I proved That's why you I was wrong. smiling. Yeah. Because you proved That's me wrong. Fine. That's, That's okay. fine. That's fine. That's fine. I believe in that. <laughs> anyway, uh, join us. Uh, follow us on Not Missy Elliot podcast, and if you've got any questions or anything like that, direct it there, and we'd be. Love to bring it up into the podcast. But until then... Until the next time, people. Remember to do something to make someone smile. See you next time.